Ladies and gentlemen, we are back once again for episode five of the Success and Sessions. It's me, KP. D-Wild. Mikey Dimes. Mike Hill made it. We here. Scotty Too Rare. And we are here to talk about what we've been waiting for for a long time. The Waystar Royco shareholder meeting. It was a it was a crazy episode, you know. I didn't know which way it was gonna go. I thought maybe they could lose the company, maybe uh, Sandy and Stewie would take over. I did. I didn't. I really didn't know which way it would go. But I'm glad we ended up where we're at with Waystar and Roy Control. How y'all feel about the episode? Just general thoughts. Yeah, I literally had to do like research on like an annual shareholder meeting. I was like, I was like, I don't even be paying attention to these in like normal times because don't shit really be happening and trying to trying to understand like what the ramifications were. And like, basically, they're just used to like review the corporate vision plan, you know, the directors and then shareholders can do direct votes on like board of directors and like people that are that chair the board or whatnot so that's what and then for this one specifically they were like fighting over like control of the company like who was going to be in charge of leading the company to the next vision and they were they were essentially using a shareholder vote to do that but they ended up settling the two largest shareholders ended up settling on the side so without their votes you know all the other people that just hold regular stocks like don't Uh amount to enough yeah, that's why they can yeah. settle off to the side because those two are like the major shareholders. And so if those two agree on anything, whatever they agree on will always be passed because they'll have the majority stake. Oh, yeah, sorry, man, that makes sense. But when, yeah, but when they dissent, now you've got to bring in other, you know, key shareholders of the company and like discuss like, okay, well, who's going to side with who? Because that'll swing. You know, you need a majority vote, a majority rule or whatever. And so I think... I don't know what the percentage splits are, but it must be somewhere in like they must both own like 30 to 40 percent each, like somewhere in that range to where both of them together is probably like 60 plus, you know, 60, 60 plus. But without them, you know, you need a couple other shareholders to side with you in order to get, you know, whatever you want passed at that annual meeting. So that's just a little background for the for the viewers on like kind of the the ramifications for that. About the episode, <laughs> I'm saying, bro. Like, I'm sorry. I just had. To, I wanted to. I wanted to toss it up and give some fucking right. background to the shareholder shit, bro. Right. Niggas, niggas are used I'm to watching like annual shareholder like meetings. Blurb. Y'all niggas, don't, y'all niggas don't own. Y'all niggas be contributing <laughs> in annual shareholder meetings. So how you feel okay, about that's that? Right. I got yeah. the gist of it. I I'm saying I just gave that background, bro. I I thought it was good. It was a good ad, bro. There's a lot of twists and turns, bro. Like I I thought it was a good up, and we're gonna dive into like you know what I thought more specifically later. Mm-hmm. Y'all want to talk now? Sorry, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a good. Man. It's a good. It was a good episode. I thought it was you know obviously it's just, you know succession. It's gonna have its ups and downs, but. You know, like the whole time, I kind of felt like we were just kind of getting jerked around the whole time. Like, you know, uh, whoa, <laughs> you, you know what I mean? From a viewer standpoint, <laughs> yeah, watching yo. a show, and we're, getting, you know, we're getting tugged and pulled. Like, all right, we're, we're here, whoa. we're settled. We're here, we're settled, you know, yeah. and then all of a sudden we're not, we got a deal, we don't. I think there's something funny going on between, you know, the, the, the Sandy and that old, that dude in the chair. I don't know what's going on with that, but, you know. His we're name is Sandy now. too. His daughter's name yeah, is Sandy. I like I need I, you, I need you to get these niggas' names right because you got this shit wrong. The last two I episodes, you kept saying random shit. It's Sandy and Sandy. They both Sandy. Sandy is, said, is is the man in the chair with a Y. Sandy with an I is the daughter. So I said Sandy. I don't know what's going on with that. <laughs> they got they got something going on with that. I don't know the deal, but I thought it was I thought it was a good uh, good episode. Wait, so do we think? Sandy was actually talking, or no? I don't think that nigga was talking. Wait, hold on. Let me go, let me go first. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, right. yeah. You know, I didn't want. Go ahead. Well, for starters, this is my favorite episode this season so far. Um, this nice, is what nice. I was waiting, the last was waiting episode, for. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't like the between Sandy and Sandy. 
But I don't think that's uh, I mean, we get into this later, but I don't think that's them scheming. I think she just has ulterior motives, as you saw, like later in the episode. But um, oh, facts. Yeah, I think she's going to she's going to be a, a key player very soon. Very yeah. soon. Yeah. I mean, I think she's aware that the Grim Reaper is knocking on her father's door like she that nigga needs a lot of help to function. So clearly she's next in line to, you know, grab that, you know, grab the reins of his will, his estate and whatnot. And, you know, so she kind of does a lot of the speaking for him and is kind of starting to assert that power. And that's why, you know, the the offer that Shiv presented her with, you know, ultimately later on in the show was so enticing to her because it kind of validates her her claim already. She's going to have two board seats, bro. Yeah, once I was like, yeah. That's and that's another thing. Like, is Shiv even gonna get that board seat? That. All right, let's get this. Let's get this yeah, started, bro. Like, yeah, yeah, let's get this started, man. All right. So um, when I watched this episode, it kind of felt like like a season one type episode where you know Logan's kind of out of the picture. He's not at his strongest, and everybody's just like, okay, so what the fuck do we do now? And so whenever that happens, other people are forced to make decisions because Logan is fucking out of commission. And then he gets back and he's like, yo, what the fuck? Like, what'd you do that for? Like, man, you was fucking pissing yourself. So. That nigga was literally <laughs> senile. Like, bruh. Like, and, and you want to get mad because niggas had to make decisions like, while low, he was gone. Yeah, for real. Low-key, everyone who had to step up, I felt like they stepped up for everyone on the team, for at least for Team Logan. Like, it was a good episode for a lot of players in the game. That, that leads me to the question. You know, the first time whenever... Kendall acted on Logan's behalf um, and brought Stewie into the company. It turned out Logan was right. His instincts were right about Kendall being a fucking idiot. So (laughs) do we still trust Logan's instincts here or do we feel like the right play was made because the company was saved? Yeah. I mean, I think it kind of speaks on like how Sandy Uh, made, made a, she made like a slight air. Like she took a jab at Shiv and he was like, mm, does that, and when Roman asked, hey, does that, you know, are you just controlling him like a fucking meat puppet? Or like, is he conscious? And she's like, oh no, I only do what my dad tells me, just like you guys. And like took a jab at them basically to say like, they really don't have autonomy to make decisions without their dad's buy-in. And he doesn't empower his people to make decisions. That nigga bitches at you at every wake. So people are so like, in which you saw throughout this episode is everybody's like a fucking lost sheep. You know, they don't know where to go. They don't want to make a decision that's going to get them yelled at or, or upset with, you know, and everybody's trying to look for other people to back them. Like when Shiv wants to go back and talk to them about, you know, reopening the, the negotiations after they find out Logan has a UTI and he's, you know, fucking mentally fucked up. Like she's like, Carl, Jerry, Roman, like, do, are you guys going to back me on this? I was like, just do the shit. Jerry was in there. for all their shit. Oh, sorry. it was yeah, like Frank. I think, yeah, it, it was Frank. Yeah, I mean, you still That's can't act. Go ahead. Go, go, go. Oh no, I was just saying that I think uh, Shiv, like, she took the reins in that situation because she knew Jerry wasn't in the room. She was in a room with a bunch of yes men and Roman. Roman's the only one that's going to say anything contradictory to what she's thinking. So everybody else in the room is going to be like, she's like, oh, well, should we whatever. Basically, she puts it on the table. Like, should we go ahead and uh, go back and try to renegotiate? And then everybody's like, uh, the, uh, well, I don't know what well, we should. Well, we No, nobody ever speaks up and makes a decision. So she realized that I'm in a power position. If I can make a play right here and my dad finds out this makes me look good in the in the uh, in the end. So um, the, once it came back to Roman at the very end, she was like, yo, do you think what do you think, Roman? He was just like, all right, like, go ahead. Just go for it. Go back and talk to him. But. Yeah, she was in a room with a bunch of yes men. The only reason she decided to play Billy Badass was because she was the only person in there with a voice. Yeah. I mean, as far as I think, I know you said, I think you asked, like, if it was, like, do you think it's a good outcome for, like, was it the best outcome possible? I mean, there's really nothing else they could have done, right? I don't think, I I think it, like that outcome with Sandy, like them, like doing the whole board seat thing is kind of just to help introduce a new element as we go into, like, how many more episodes are there, do you think? Probably like, five. How many? You think it's, it's only uh, nine? Episode season, yeah. Yeah, that was nine. a big one. 
Yeah, so oh, it was like okay. like the midway, like yeah, all right, so now we got the like the real element in the room. We got like you know these two board seats, and we're gonna uh, added board seats. We're gonna see, I guess, like all right, these are kind of the final chess boards being kind of put placed on the table. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I mean it's just it's hard to be able to go and trust Logan's instincts when he's fucking losing his shit. And you said this reminds you of season one. He's fucking eighty. You know, he's been losing his shit for a while now. That nigga needs to pick a successor and he needs to empower his people to make decisions. And you know, like, like, like you were saying, they're terrified of, like, to do anything without him because they don't want to, you know, because you know he's going to come down with the hand of God, like, like it's a wrath everywhere. So they're too scared. And, and the thing is, everyone, I feel like this episode is breaking their backs to make sure that they make this dude happy, which is why, again, like, <laughs> even though he's a piece of shit, even though, like, yeah, he has a UTI, he's out of commission, like, he still has so much power. You know what I mean? Like, people are bending over backwards just to make sure they make the right move for this dude. And he Roman. really doesn't deserve it. Roman was sitting there caping for him when everybody was sitting there saying that he was old. Oh, he's, uh, we don't know if he's was actually on the phone in the bathroom. Uh, we don't know if he knows something we don't. Roman's sitting there like, oh, well, he's six steps ahead of everybody. Oh, he's, he'll put it in the end. Roman's only one that has He's a he'll, badass. Yeah, like, he was gassing the situation, but I personally think that I think they made the smart move, but I also think I trust Logan's instinct in the fact that uh, she shouldn't that this wasn't a, a wise move for the family, if I if that makes sense. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I feel yeah. like this episode we are able to see like Logan. a lot of people's intentions. You know. Yeah. Like we were able to see a lot of people in- that yeah. Shiv gave up too much ground, but mm-hmm. literally they had a deal at first, and then Logan's like fuck him, and then he went literally. out of commission. So like they had to strike yeah. another deal. So like yeah, I don't it's know, just, it's tough. It's that nigga doesn't understand compromise. Or whatever, and it's and it's really it's really like upsetting. Like nigga, this is the same nigga that two episodes ago was trying to tell the FBI to fuck off when they were raiding him. Like nigga, you can't. Hey, low key, they fucked off. Low key, they fucked off. Them niggas raided him. What do you mean? He had to. That's it. Jerry was like, these are the ones. These are the ones that don't fuck off. Like you have to cooperate. Come on, bro. They, they came in. Here. I said that's all that's gonna happen. I, I think they'll be good. back here in an hour with a subpoena if you don't openly open the door for them. Like that. that I know. I get that. But they came in. But that's it. That's all. I think it's gonna come with that. Nah, I think there's more to come, well, especially with I, especially with like. Well, now did they the bring up the Department of Justice? Presidential power. I mean, yeah, but you know who the attorney general is and the president and whatnot. And with the president now saying he's on the way out, like that changes the whole narrative for Logan because it's like, right, like if the next regime, him. if the next regime wants to come in and like be hard on crime, tough on billionaires or whatever, then Logan's kind of screwed because, you know, they can go hard on him. And, you know, he doesn't have that way to, you know, finesse like the connections that he had with the raisin we never even know his fucking name you know <laughs> so it's like he he really can't maneuver as well because he doesn't have that access and it's like you know you just gotta he, he's gotta so you think uh, we're gonna still you say you think the whole thing with cruises is still like that whole investigation that's still going <laughs> that's, you thought that shit was just done <laughs> I'm talking about as far as getting raided, as far as them like doing all that. I mean, yeah, I figure that's gonna that's pretty much it. Nigga, no, all, they were nothing happened except the boat. No charges. I was like, yeah, all they did was gather evidence. They still have to like charges and court and court dates, and you know, bring in and subpoena different people to appear in court. Like, there's so much shit that hasn't happened with that investigation. That was literally just. All that meant is an investigation is being started because they had to gather evidence. But like the, every other step like has not occurred yet. That's why they have like joint defense agreements and all that stuff. And it's like there's there's so many different steps to yeah, they, they still getting cooked. <laughs> yeah, like there I was hey, like just they because have- they managed to get, uh, keep control of the company does not mean they're like shit sweet. Yeah, out of the frying pan into the fire. Exactly. Like you gotta remember, that's what I was talking about—a very short fragment of time that we're dealing with. Like this isn't, 
there's a lot of things that still have to happen. We're packing everything into like a matter of months between what do we say last time? It's like five months between uh, the end of season one. Was it? Yeah, end of season yeah. one all the way to where we are with the season episode two. They didn't get that far. Yeah. It's a very small yeah. window of time. So, yeah, they still got to go through the whole legal process. Yeah. So let's go down the line, you know, our character, character line. Start off with, with Big Ken. Kind of kind of felt like a like a non-factor this episode. I don't know. He, he did do a little bit of uh, Puppet Master behind the scenes, but he was mainly just there to be kind of get shot on, you know, a little deadbeat dad action, you know. So uh, what cards do we think Kendall has left to play? Is he still a factor in this at all, or is he just kind of falling to the wayside? Somebody else want to go first? Because I'm Team Ken, so I'm – this was his work. Go ahead, because so I'm going gonna, gonna to take down everything all right, well, that you said. I feel it's like, team first Kendall. of all, I, I feel like Kendall, Kendall is an idiot because or a terrible father. <laughs> like, God damn. He's definitely like, a shitty father. Like, this nigga said, feed the rabbit bagels. And he's like, oh, oh like, fuck, dude, now the rabbit's sick? Like, no this, shit, nigga. And now your daughter so, got blood on her hands. Yeah, <laughs> this dude's just so ignorant. I don't, I don't know, but... I, he made he made some move. He did he, he did kind of broke uh, broker that deal. Uh, and I think like he's just kind of like he's too fidgety, man. Like he needs to be like he feel like he needs to be like he needs to be seen or like he needs to be liked. You know what I mean? Or he likes being it's all liked. Optics. I think that's the problem. It's exactly. all optics. He's an attention whore, bro. He like he, he is. He's, he's doing everything for a show. He did bring Stewie to the negotiating table. So that's he did. That's what I'm that saying. That's a, that's, a, that's a star for Kendall. That's a star for him. He did, like I said, he did Puppet Master a lot of that, even though no, Shiv and, no, and no, Roman and all that. Puppet Master is way too much credit. He just and Shiv, to the and, Shiv and Roman did. They the one who actually closed the deal. Like those are the guys who, who actually like you know like put their best foot forward. But still, like I feel like he's just like panicking. He wants to be known for like being this eclectic dude. He I don't. He's got some problems, and he wants I, to be like a like a tech bro, kind of like a fucking Bezos type billionaire, like badly. Elon Musk type. Just like yeah, I'm like I'm cool billionaire type, but he's cool, not that progressive. The the people, even though you're a billionaire, like the common people like you type shit. But like he's Sorry, it's yeah. just so it's just so fake. So superficial so with him. It's like everything he tries to like. It's it's just it's just so fake, bro. Tom, what you want to say, man? No, I was just gonna say. I one of my favorite parts was when uh like the maybe like the first five minutes or so when Stewie shows up. And he's like, oh, like take your lanyard off, blah blah blah, and then he starts kind of trying to pitch to Stewie like his vision, but trying to do it like real nonchalant, like yeah, we'll change and this name. Stewie's like, yeah. Skip all that. Let's get down to brass tacks. What's up with the? <laughs> so I thought that was kind of funny, but yeah, Kendall's nobody. Easy. Nobody takes him seriously. Like he tries to come in and like yell at the family and like, oh, what are you doing? Y'all are <laughs> you're not welcome you. here. Like, like, and they're like, you're not welcome here. Please leave. Romans like right. being yeah, the he, logical. He, he, Please leave. Get the fuck out of sure. here. Shiv's like, you have no right. Leave. Leave. Like leave. Like nigga, all you're doing is causing problems. And let's not even speak on at the end where his, um, his dad's assistant, Carrie, is like, oh, your dad wants to meet you. I got a room. Oh, well, I wasn't even going to say. I was going to say before that, like when he tries to go on stage in the shareholder meeting and he was like, oh, I wow. want change for the company. I'm yeah, starting a foundation. Right. Yeah, and what is that about? Again, it's fake activism. And, you know, his PR team is like, oh, that's a good deal. Again, he doesn't let them talk. He's always talking over them, just like Tom said before. Like so, but it's it's all optics, bro. He's like, oh, I'm gonna go in and in a foundation, and Carl's just like, don't do this, man. And he's like, thanks, Carl. And just you know, it's it's just it's everything so superficial, so fake. Even beyond that, his yeah, team's all optics. Like he has all these people in place that he's built up a team around him, so he looks like, oh, he's really about to do something. He doesn't let anybody do anything. And it's like, bro, you're digging your own grave. Well, well, he does have the the uh, idea to burn Greg, and he kind of did lay out. He he laid out that idea. 
Of course you want it. Of course you want it. All right. All right, Mike. We'll jump some people. Let's go to Greg, man. So so we got No way, I'm not Greg. I'm not done, but I, I was saying they I feel like he kinda explained in like when he was talking to Greg about burning him, like his plan if he had one. All right, let's yeah, go to yeah, Greg. Like, right, you roll on him, and you roll on my dad. Then it's like he gets down to Carl, and then they feel the pressure, and they make him step down or some shit. That's what he said something along those lines. Yeah, he would. He would probably have to burn Greg as his next plan of action because I don't really see like there's no other plan. I don't see how he fits into the rest of this. I don't. So you think yeah. he would still burn Greg if Greg stayed on his side? No, he wouldn't burn Greg. Yeah. I'm saying, do you think his plan the whole time was to Greg? Greg started the fire. That's fine. Like, the fire yeah. is is on fire now. That's all he needed was the documents to him to start the investigation. Now that they raided, they don't even need Greg's little documents no more. Yeah, they got now that he's got. I mean, he. I mean, they need Greg can testify, and Greg can testify and whatnot. So the I think there's like there's like two. So we'll just jump to like Greg's factor in this episode and kind of what's going down with him. But like with with what Kendall can do in that route is like one, he can throw Greg under the bus and be like, hey, he was complicit in all of this. He knew about it, you know, destroyed evidence, tampered with it, whatnot. Or he can go the route of like, hey, this guy came to me brought me this information and like wanted to expose them. So I think that second route was if Greg had stayed on his team, he would have went like, hey, this guy is actually trying to help. Like he found out about all this stuff and like exposed it. Whereas burning him, he's just going to be like, hey, this guy, you know, was a part of the cover up uh, of cruises and, and complicit in the system that my dad's doing. So it's like, Greg, yes, is a small fish in like what he's saying. Like they want to go after the people at the top, but like Greg would still probably do jail time in that scenario because like he tampered with evidence and all that. I figured so, he's doing jail time either scenario. Either, either no, nah. he was the with second Kendall one. Or with, the nah. second one it would make him look as like Greg's a whistleblower, and so they protect whistleblowers. He you know, he'd, be, he'd be folded. Yeah, he'd be folded into like his immunity. He was doing his job, and but he brought the evidence to someone senior in the company i.e kendall and kendall went and exposed it and so he would be, he would have been you know covered in under whistleblower immunity that uh, you know doj would grant so that, but with greg's scenario now joining the defense agreement like that's all up in smoke now he doesn't have kendall's support he doesn't have his grandfather's support and and you and and you would cut that nigga out the will he said i'm giving all of my shit. He's like, I'm giving all my shit to charity. And your shit was the first shit that I'm signing off to charity on top of that. So now Greg's like, fuck, I, t I signed this deal because I wanted to be head of fucking parks, you know, mm -hmm. and now I'm about to lose. And, and Ewan's like mad. You, you, you know, you locked over up. my, my lawyer Connors is, is head of fucking European television. Oh, brother. Oh, no, can we stay on one topic? Damn, Mike. <laughs> If we did, we just introduced Greg. Somebody say something else about Greg, man. Mike, sit, sit tight. I got to come to Greg up other characters. It was a bad episode for Greg. Uh, it was a know. horrible episode for Greg. That nigga got dunked on repeatedly. Mm. But let's game it out. I mean, let's see where Greg. Let's game it out. He's got to go back to Kendall, right? Yeah, I think he's got to go back to Kendall. What he got to do? If Greg comes home, we start cutting you out when we talk about Greg, bro. You're not gonna keep uh, <laughs> shitting yeah. on bro every chance you get. Thanks, man. This nigga might hate Greg, bro. Loves Connor for some reason. <laughs> we ain't getting into that right now. But so Greg, yeah, Greg has to go back to Kendall. I think that's his own his only way, and he's got to burn Tom. Okay, now we're talking. Yeah, if he goes back, yeah, they burn they burn Tom if he goes back, but. I I mean, I think he could work with Logan. Like the the Logan, he can stay on Team Roy and with Logan. That's only if Logan wins, though. If Logan doesn't win this whole, if they, you know, like he says, it ends up being slaps on the wrist and they pay a fine, then Greg can skate out of it. But if you know the real evidence is exposed and whatnot, Greg's doing jail time just like Tom is. Damn, my, my thing with burning Greg just doesn't make sense because Greg just knows too much. He's seen too much. He's had too many conversations. He's been in too many people's ear. It doesn't make sense to burn Greg. 
I know as far as the the papers, that's one thing. But you burn Greg, he's gonna take everybody else down. Like if you're guaranteeing Greg jail time, he's gonna make sure other people are serving ten times what he what he gets. So. I don't oh, see that. Greg is a snitch. Oh, Greg is a certified snitch. That's what Kendall was saying. That's what Kendall was saying in his plan. It was like, you know, if I burn you, then you roll on so and so, then he rolls on him, and it kind of goes down until they put pressure on on uh, the DOJ to get like really serious about it. We'll see. We'll see how it goes with Greg, but not not a great ep for him. He definitely lost a lot of power. So we got to see how he either re- repositions himself or doubles down in his decision. Who we got up next parts, to man. Depending on your point of view, this person may have had a good episode or may have had an eh episode, but, you know, I'm rolling with the good episode for my girl shit night, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Bad episode for that skirt, because that skirt was hanging on by a thread, boy. <laughs> Quit playing. Quit playing. Oh, man, gosh, man. Niggas is uh, looking like this, bro. Oh, man, but before I get carried away, pulling at the Shiv saved the day, right? Do, do we all agree that Shiv saved the company? Can I we agree that? She, saved, she mm-hmm. did, but she also yeah. gets like an asterisk next to it because she was obviously <laughs> playing her own little game at the end. So she had it's the company's company. best interest at heart. Not, not her company yet. But she did have the best, the company's best interest at heart. But you could tell she was like, "Oh, how can I, how can I position myself to, you know, for the for the final checkmate?" You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know if it's the company's best interest or it's the family's best interest is more right. Like she she allowed the family to keep control, but she also positioned herself to take a more authoritative role, like trying to position for an extra seat and pitching it as like, oh, we're going to bring in two women, two younger women onto this board, you know, and to bring care about that. new faces. She just yeah, did she that to sell She's Because she sees Sandy as unlike Logan sees, you know, the older Sandy, her dad, as their arch enemies and hate each other. She sees Sandy as someone that she could be an ally with in the future. And like I said, if those two, if those two end up agreeing on shit and they're like in charge of the company and they hold all the shares of the company, they can get basically anything passed through that they want because they're majority shareholders. So that's why she was positioning. I think she's playing the long game in like setting up an ally you know, with Sandy and trying to position herself to be in a position of power as well. Question, what was y'all's giveaway? What was, I don't know if you thought it right away that Shiv was trying to position herself more so than try to set the family up, set Waystar up um, for a win, but she's just trying to, she's solely focused on herself. What was the, what was the moment in this episode where you were like, oh, she's just doing this for her? I mean, it's not solely for herself. Yeah, well, she's trying to make sure the family keeps in control. A way, but it was she, when she, she also tried to position herself. I mean, well, yeah, you can kind of like, like, like it's Oh, whenever she asked for the board seat or mentioned it. Yeah, when she did when she did the board seat, that was when she was like, hold up. She was like, I can game this. She was like, hold up. Okay, I'll give Sandy a fourth seat, but we're going to need an extra seat. And, you know, maybe I can, you know, for me too. I, and I that, that was it right there. I low key think she started planning this. It was like kind of like a, a slight moment in the episode. Is like when Jerry went out of the room to talk to uh, to Logan. I think uh, I can't yep. remember how she was talking to. Actually, but, she, but like, but Shiv was like, "What? What is she doing?" And Roman was like, "Why are you asking me?" Because I feel like she knows something's going on. But at that point, she's like, "All right, Jerry's trying to set herself up to you know take some more power in the company." So when she saw that, she's like, "If I can just get them one on one, of course I'm going to put Waystars." You know, I'm gonna put their interests first, but I'm also gonna just sprinkle a little bit of shiv on on top of that. You know what I mean? <laughs> sprinkle a little yeah. shiv on. All right, so I think I could very easily be going conspiracy theorist in this situation, but I think it's a tinfoil. I think that this was a very good episode. Uh, Sherry, uh, Sherry, shiv versus Jerry, because the giveaway for me was when uh, after, and we're going to, just to make sure we're on the same page, Carl and Jerry were the only two that were going to take the original deal. Uh, Shiv and Roman yeah, said that yeah. they didn't want to take it. Okay. 
Yeah, because so, they would get veto. They could stay. They they wanted veto power of a Roy to step in as the next CEO. So of course, Carl and Jerry are okay with that because they're not a fucking Roy. So <laughs> yeah. But the the giveaway for me was when uh, Shiv called and was basically telling like, "Oh yeah, it's a done deal. I worked it out. Like I I did this, I did that." And she, Jerry's in the background looking at her like, "You literally didn't do anything." And then when Shiv walks out, she's like, well, he's my dad. So I had to like tell him. And then like walks out and Jerry's yep. like, noted. So then yeah, from so that point forward, that's when Jerry yeah. was like, all right, now I'm going to start gaming this my way. And then Shiv, that's just like you said, Mike. Yeah, Shiv no, you're right. Yeah, it just went. They all, it's just those little things, bro. I'm just, I don't know. I couldn't. Yeah, no, I think that's a conspiracy. I, like, I think that makes sense. That was my interpretation, so. Yeah. yeah, I think that makes sense. Like that, that was a good moment because I do remember on like my second watch, like keying in on that. That was a very like fleeting thing where she was on the phone. So when they get, came back, like everybody was congratulating Shiv first for a job well done, you know, because she was like, all right, I I did this, even though kind of Jerry, you know, led that conversation when all three of them were present. Yeah. So, so Shiv's wheeling and dealing all episode. She's like on her trade oh, deadline boy. type shit. Like and I like it. She, she ultimately saves the company and Logan wakes up from his fucking piss mad King of England fever dream. And he's like, ah, wait, what the fuck? And she's like, come on, let's celebrate. And he's like, ah, fuck off. And you gotta think, this is like the maybe the second or third time Logan has just like played in shit's face like like this after she does something or after like he tells her something like oh it's, it's time to step it. up and she like she's ready and Logan's just like ah fuck you so you gotta think the next time if she has any respect left for herself the next time Logan does that has to be the last time right yes and the nah. fact that he, he slimed her for Jerry he was like I'm talking to Jerry get out of here you don't think she felt yeah. the type of about that too like Jerry is the interim CEO, and you're sitting here chopping game with her, and you told me on several occasions that I'm next up, and you shit on me every chance you get. Like, yeah, she can't she can't let that happen the fourth time, bro. I mean, it's hard to say. Logan's an asshole. That's kind of part of his character right. trait. So I see, I definitely see that shit happening again. And she did her best to try to stand up to him, but he's still like, "Fuck you! I'm going to do what I want." I, I she makes she's... a snide comment like, oh, he's feeling better now, everybody. Thanks, <laughs> thanks. I was like, you know, to try to laugh it off or whatever, you know, because he's back to his, you know, being an asshole ways and, and you're not being senile. But it'll probably happen. Yeah, I feel like she's dangerously close uh, to going, going full Kendall. And <laughs> you never want to go full no, Kendall. Oh, man. <laughs> nah, she ain't that close, man. She she's yeah, gonna yell that again. Man. She definitely she gonna take it. <laughs> she gonna take it because she wants to, you know, be part of the company, man. Tom's trying to trying to have a baby, man. She's out here shitting on her husband. That's, that another is, bad so that is an interesting thing that I want to discuss. This nigga Tom, terrified of jail time, he's like, all right. Well, let's make sure Shiv stays committed because you know this bitch wants an open relationship. So I'm just about to put a kid in her right before I go to jail. Niggas out here tracking her fucking period on his calendar to know when she's most, in her world's breedable or whatever. Yeah, like, that's yeah, just yeah, don't, don't say that out loud, man. <laughs> I don't think it's weird. I mean, the only people that do that are people that are like struggling with fertility issues. If they both I, know, you know, or if they're like, trying to, yeah, if they're, yeah, it's it's like people that are trying to have a kid. You know, they it's, it's trying, weird that Tom's doing it on his own, like without her. You know, it's like, and also I'm trying to understand what how old is Shiv supposed to be? If Logan, if Kendall's thirty nine. She's probably like 35. Mid, uh, yeah, 30. So, I mean, it is. He probably does need to track that because that's when it starts oh, to get a little fine. dicey for, for women to have kids or whatever. And she's like, know. the timing's not right. Like, after after 35 for women, I think they, bro, I was talking to somebody, uh, like a couple, one of, one of, uh, one of my girl's coworkers, and he was like, his wife had a kid like in the mid 30s, and they called it a geriatric pregnancy. And I just started busting out laughing. I was like, that's rude as fuck, bro. Yeah, I was like, you call that? 
Yeah, I, I mean, I just laughed. I said, that's, I was like, that doctor's rude as fuck. You fell for laughing it, bro. This yeah, was bro. funny, bro. I was like, damn, they called your wife old as shit. <laughs> like, uh, bro, I, I, in your mid-30s, you're geriatric? I said, shit, damn. <laughs> but I mean, he might need to track it if he's serious about having one. It, it is just, it is weird, bro. It is a desperation, baby. He's trying to make sure his shift don't go nowhere while he's locked down because she don't seem like a ride or die. I'm going to tell you that. Hey, them desperation babies, man. That shit never works out. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know. Yeah. So, Tom, Tom's Gams. That's it. That's it. There's nothing else on top, man. Let's yeah, just go. Yeah, you know, like, there's nothing else on top. <laughs> we didn't even do anything. Let's keep it pushing. All right, so let's go to Logan. No, Some Rogan, people... Rogan, Rogan. All right, we saving Logan? All right, let's go to Rogan. No, we did Logan. Did we? Yes, we did him twice. Hey, yo. All right, Roman it is. <laughs> All right. So... You know, Roman, he's a little frazzled. You know, he doesn't like seeing his dad like this, as as Logan said. I woke my daddy. You know, that's that's Roman. That's Roman. So he's he's a little bit scattered throughout the episode. Um, but he has a very important, well, not really important. Well, I guess it was. Well, it was a very one-sided conversation with uh, the president, the raising. Exactly, conversation. <laughs> so, um, what do we think about what Roman did this episode? You know how he positioned himself. You think maybe he's he's showing some flashes of that potential that he thinks he has, or or no? Well, I'll tell you what, Jerry's definitely setting him up to to show it because didn't she meet him? She I mentioned him in her speech to the board members, and then like it was like recommended him, right? C-O-R. And then recommended him to be the one to talk to the president. Although that conversation in hindsight really didn't matter because he just pretty much said that he's quitting. So, like, but no, Roman, he getting his chance. He definitely needs to keep. Uh, he needs to keep on Jerry's hip because I feel like she's like gonna is gonna take care of him, or at least try to. At least they can. They're definitely gonna take care of each other. It looks like. I feel like Roman yeah. needs somebody to push him, and that's what Jerry does because he's never gonna be the one to step up himself. He's going to need somebody. He just seems like the type that needs somebody to uh, give him that that extra confidence boost. Otherwise, he just gets into those moments where he just starts spouting off, calling his brother Putin. You know what I'm saying? Like little stuff yeah. like that. Like So if he has somebody there to push him and keep him focused, I feel like he has a chance. But I don't think this episode helped or hurt him. Yeah, Roman has a lot of one-liners that don't hit. Oh, no, that hit. I, I mean... I know the the Putin one hit. That was a pretty good one. Oh, like. no, uh, was I, I was like that. that he, Putin also one of, of, he also has a lot of. He also has a lot of stupid ones. Niggas don't like Roman. <laughs> I, I like Roman. I thought that was a good one line. I think most of his one liners are funny. I just think it's that nigga is you know a one a one pump chump at, at a lot of times, bro. Like he's good for like one idea and then it's like that's kind of it for a while. So I mean, it's like I think it's a good thing that he was the one to talk to the president you know like it's a good signal from you know because carolina was like no jerry needs to do it and jerry was like no let you know let roman do this they like him he's a personal guy because roman is like a likable guy like most people like him when when he hangs out with them so he at least has that going for him he does like have his dad's tendencies and like saying fuck you to like everyone so he's kind of got like that that badass tinge to him but you know i i think there's just more maturation that needs to happen but it's a good sign and and jerry's steering him in the right direction i think when it comes to being like the most like logan roman has a the charisma and the um like the per he's personable like logan he knows how to talk to people and like sway them and stuff but shiv has the the killer instinct so it'll be interesting to see how they kind of duke it out for pole position because i mean let's be real kendall's out of it man kendall's Kendall's not coming back that nigga's just he's just such a fraud let's talk about the lesser 
Hey man, let's talk let's about, just talk about the lesser character. known. Yeah, the lesser, the lesser known or lesser talked about Roy. So, do we think Connor is legit going to be the head of European Cable, or was that just? Is my, that, I was, so my, on my second rewatch, I was trying to see when like he actually started going like you know was out of it. I think he was pretty coherent. Then he went to the bathroom to the side. So I don't know. We're gonna see about that. But hey, he we we are he is making moves. Connor is making moves, and he's not getting you no know, written out of the will at least. So. <laughs> oh gosh, this nigga always had to throw shots. Speak to my fucking stomach. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what, I mean, what do y'all think? I mean, I think I think it, Logan is gonna be is gonna be like. He's going to consider it, I think, at least. He's not think, uh, giving him European cable. That was a decision that he made. He didn't even really agree to it. I just think Logan you yeah, know, was kind of out of his mind. He didn't have the wherewithal to, like, really argue with Connor at that time because he was, like, starting to get confused and whatnot in, you know, in that moment. So he was just like, uh. but mm-hmm. I think Connor has bigger, you know, has bigger dreams and aspirations. Connor has always wanted to run for office. And that man wanted to talk to the raisin like you if you on my second watch i noticed every time he was like i'll talk to him i'd love to tell him to to you fuck off hey he's you trying know, to like step connor, up man. connor connor he's connor trying to step up not, he's trying to show his ambition hey yeah, connor doesn't want to be a part of the company he just wanted it as a stepping stool to his next thing his aspiration is commander-in-chief and i think that's what's going to be interesting because if you watch the preview to next episode they're having a big gala and they're inviting a ton of political pundits and and people, and and they're saying hey. like, "Hey, we're picking the next president because the media, you know, is a big sway." That's what I'm saying. In, You're trying to say Connor is Connor's like, out of the realm of being president. Out of everything we see, you think Connor's out of the realm of being president? That's all I'm saying, man. Stick <laughs> your head. Oh, I don't <laughs> think he's got. Yeah, I mean, that, it was that's proven, what he's got. It going was proven for. that ATN has has got was the person who got the last president elected. If he wins the primaries for the Republican Party, who's to say that ATN can't get Connor elected? You've got a point. And they would That's like all that, I'm saying, man. They would like to have the control. Like in terms of access, <laughs> Connor in, in terms of access, Connor has like Connor is literally a part of the family. So they know they could, you know, kind of control and sway Connor to do things that would benefit them. Exactly. Like if Connor gets the presidency, this investigation right, really man. does end. <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me regain control of this. Because uh, <laughs> you realize, you guys realize, you're like, damn, this thing can make a fact. Niggas is wilding right now. <laughs> like, exact the president, We just wasted valuable time talking about Connor Roy being the <laughs> president of the United States, bro. Like, I can't even believe. Please change the topic. I'm begging. <laughs> Anything. We can talk about right, hey, All right, man. Real quick, man. Before the fourth quarter, man. I need the MVP of the episode. I need your LVP of the episode. And your power rankings. One through five. I'll go first. MVP. Let's spit fire it, too. Just give the names. No description, man. Damn. Rapid man. fire. MVP, I gotta go share. Just keep it short. Keep it short. Yeah, yeah, I gotta go share, man. She saved the company, and she was wearing that skirt. <laughs> LVP, <laughs> LVP, I gotta go, Logan, man, because when the world needed him most, he vanished. He was in the stall. Sorry, getting called Papa Sorry. by Tom. <laughs> Bro, I think he thought that was like Connor or Kendall. Like in his, in his, I know he didn't think that shit was Tom. Yeah. Just aside. <laughs> All right. So power rankings. Number one, still Shiv. Number two, let's go, let's go, Romy the homie. Number three, Jerry. Number four, damn. We all these niggas ass. <laughs> Just the rest. Hey, all right, number four. All right, I guess we, since we got some new people in the company, you know, we can we can stretch the rules a little bit. I'm going Sandy with an I and at number four. <laughs> first impression, and then number five. Just by default, man. Let's, let's go, Ken, man. Fuck it. 
Hey, I got a lot of similarities with your list, KP. So I'll go like with that. With with that top five, I was like, I like Shiv at one. I like Roman at two. I like Jerry at three. Sandy's a good sleeper to have. And then I'll put, um, I'll just put like, um, I guess we can put Logan at five. I'll put Logan at five for for struggling with struggling there. I mean, he's still Logan, but he he was falling. My only difference is I do have Shiv as MVP of the episode, but LVP of the episode. I put um, Greg because that nigga lost in every that nigga that nigga just got dunked on and dunked on and dunked on. So that nigga I just really want to give Mike that satisfaction. Yeah, I didn't. I know it's hard to it's hard to give Mike that satisfaction, but that nigga got cut out the will and said he was about to go to jail. <laughs> so, like that he's shit, definitely go to jail, and he's gonna be poor. <laughs> and and Shorty went rocking with him when he pulled up to talk to Kendall. Right. Yeah, he, like, he, he really was. I was like, oh, you're here. She's like, yeah, I'm doing my job. And he was like, oh, okay. And then he was like, bye. And she's like, oh, bye. Like, why the fuck are you talking to me? Hey, that chill, is Greg, Greg going to beat, man. Greg going to beat. He might. You're really scrambling, man. Y'all scrambling to save him. All right, if he well, get put back in that wheel, he got better chance. Yeah, he ain't getting put back. I, you ain't one to, to make jokes like that, I don't think, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'll, I guess I'll go next. I guess uh, for my top five, I had Shiv, obviously, and the MVP. She, she showed out today and, you know. It is Shiv. I mean, uh, <laughs> after that, I put Jerry and Roman together. Like, I had them uh, at number two. Um, for number three, I put uh, the Team Sandy because uh, I feel like they're just, you know, they're getting a Borisy. They were able to settle, like, two or three times on a deal, technically on their terms, I feel like, towards the end. Right. So, the they uh, real, real power move by them. Um, number four. I still got to put Logan, even though he was he was being a wannabe Tywin Lannister, man. Hey, the team rallied around just for him. Every decision they made was to ensure that he would be happy and that they didn't slight him anyway. So he still, you know, holds weight. And then lastly, I just had probably rounded out with Kendall. I, don't, I really know why I put Kendall in there, but it's just like, I mean, he's still part of the family. He's never going to, you know, win anything, but, you know, he's just there. And obviously, least valuable player, Greg the Egg, your boy. <laughs> oh, man, what an episode. Connor has never had episodes that Oh, bad. gosh. Because Connor's never been in an honorable mention, An honorable mention to the con man. Big honorable mention. Because he, hey, man, he's, he's, he's head of European TV. He's going to be running for president. Hey, hey, hey Mike, Mike, Mike you, voting, for, you voting for Connor? You voting for Connor, Mike? <laughs> yes. Where are you guys getting this? Shit you from? voting for Connor, Mike? Say, it. let the let the world know, God. You voting for Con, who literally has an escort as a girlfriend? Am I voting? For, <laughs> am I voting for this fa- fictitious person in this fictitious uh, world? Right? Yeah, yeah. All right, niggas, <laughs> please. You vo- are you voting for Con? Yes or no? This is the dumbest fucking question I've ever heard. <laughs> out of your mouth when you said is is Connor beginning being the president around there the wildest thing to happen yes nigga that is the wildest thing that could possibly <laughs> joke, by far hey man you acting like it's not possible it's literally not <laughs> I just outlined how it was earlier how it could be earlier all right. All right. Hey, so man, man. Yeah, this Maggie right, so, really down bad. Y'all feel All right, so I'm gonna start from the bottom because I'm I'm genuinely upset about this. So I'm gonna put Kendall at dead last. Kendall's my five. Um he's a he's shell of man. He's he's a yeah, we're gonna give him L V P too, because he's a shell of himself, skeleton of a man. I don't know what LVP. that was when he showed up on stage. Trying to pander to the people, telling them that he was gonna shout out the victims' names, then decide at a shareholders meeting, nonetheless, and then decides, you know what? I'm also gonna tell everyone out of nowhere, out of left field, that I'm gonna go ahead and start a foundation for um, assault victims. He so, definitely yeah, made that definitely. on the spot. On the spot, um, Greg, number four, cooked. I mean, we've already been through that. I don't need to elaborate. Uh, I got Sandy, the daughter, number three. Um, I think another part that we didn't really touch on is the fact that essentially 
Shiv's asking her to lie to her dad when she was like, um, oh, do you think that he's going to buy the fact that no, no Roy is going to be the next CEO? And she was like, I don't care. I mean, I don't care if you believe it. I just care that he believes it. So the fact that she that Sandy got back on the phone and told Shiv that it's a deal, I'm going to assume that she lied to Pop. So if she can get that is she's already on Shiv's good side, I think that's that's a plus for her. Put her on three. I got Jerry at two because I got a real shot caller next to Jerry because she kind of got the started stirring the pot. But I got to give MVP and number one slot to Shiv. Uh, yeah. For the same reason we already Shiv, Shiv Knight. You heard it here first, folks. With That's, a full, with her. That's a full sweep for Shiv. Full Come on, sweep. man. She went out. They said she went outside last episode. So, come on, we bounced back like rubber bands, baby. Tens across yeah, the man. board. Hey, man. That is how Greg recovers, man. <laughs> no, you don't. You don't? Let's clear this up on the podcast. Let's clear this up on the podcast. I have no issue with Greg. Not one thing. My oh, issue bro. is that you guys think that he's some amazing tactician that can maneuver his way. Like, no one's moving like Greg. No one's doing this. Greg no, is a mediocre. I'm not done. Greg <laughs> is a mediocre dude. It's nothing special about him, which I don't know why y'all hype him up. So, since y'all are hyping up a <laughs> mediocre character, let me hype up another mediocre character. Who is his antithesis? Right. That's all it is. No, he he here. Nobody first said that all, nigga was a tactician. We just said he got the papers, bro. Yeah. First of all, oh, no one would have done that. No one thought of Greg that. Greg is a normal ass dude, bro. He's just like us, except for he, he is all of a sudden in this billionaire world, bro. All of a sudden. That shit is That's different, bro. That's what uh, you was trying to get him to, was talking to him about. He was like, Essentially, what he was saying, I think, in that uh, meeting he had with uh, Yoon was the fact that Greg's out of his depth in this situation. Like, yeah, you come from, like, down the line, you have a wealthy family, but, like, you're not built for this. You need to take this serious, go somewhere else, get you a real job, go do something to make yourself happy because you're not built for this kind of life. Yeah, maybe it was not, good man. advice. She was I'm good advice. Check, nigga. <laughs> I'm built for that check. Fuck you, <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, I'll, I'll leave, but you gonna get some of the uh, fortune of the world. So, in summation, son, you're an idiot. Grow up. Damn. Uh, give me two hundred mil. But anyway, you would have had it. You'd have quit. <laughs> gotta be hard. Gotta be hard headed. Yeah. At least Connor know what the bag is. Connor know what the bag, man. Whatever, man. <laughs> nigga, Connor just asked for a hundred mil, nigga, three weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. Except his dad gave it to him. Man, we did it. That's why he's oh, trying yeah. to get a job. That's why he's trying to get a job. No, that's not why he's trying to get a job. But I see what you're saying. That's not why, but I see what you're saying. We finna wrap it up, man. You know, until next week, it's been a, it's been a pleasure talking to you guys, man. Um, insert quit uh witty quote from the show here. Um, I'm KP. D Wild. Mike Hill made it. Until next time. Until next week. Same time. Another episode. We out. Peace. <laughs>